You're listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon, a podcast about two regular guys who tried to do something they'd never done before. This is episode 35 for the week ending Sunday, June 13th, one week after the race. Welcome, everybody, to this, the 35th episode of Two Gomers Run a Marathon, part one of the season two finale. Mm -hmm. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned Gomers, coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, with my friend Steven, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Hey, bro. So, uh, huge news, right? Yep. The question everyone's been asking. I just thought we should get it out of the way right away. Okay. What is it? Yes. The new mm-hmm. iPhone supports multitasking. Yes. <laughs> Steve did it. <laughs> nice. Um, dude, okay, so I, I know that, that we that the thirty five episodes plus rewinds and specials, specials yeah. Yep. Had built all the way up to this. <laughs> uh but iPhone four, dude, I just have to say real quick, um, I know where I'll be June twenty fourth. Oh yeah. I, I know where I'll be trying to be on June twenty fourth. <laughs> right. Um. I I spent some good time yesterday with the uh, AT and T customer care, which both you and I used to work for. Right. Um, That's true. For, the, for their internet service. Um. Making sure that I'm eligible. Right. Um. And so we're definitely both eligible, dude, for the new phone. But I don't think either of our wives are. But we'll work it out. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. And so it was kind of nice the day after. To kind yes. of have that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we run 26.2 miles, which, by the way, we did. I don't know if we yep. mentioned that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, having that to kind of look forward to is just something fun to unwind a little bit. And, yeah, so, anyways, iPhone stuff. Yeah, dude, I just thought it was funny that on that day, both you and I were traveling all over the country. Right. And basically your brother was like slowly filling us in about iPhone stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we weren't even talking about the run, like running anymore. <laughs> yeah. But we did run, right? Yes. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> we oh, ran the sure. marathon. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We're done. The big news. Right. Is we did it. Yep. We ran. did it for sure. Ran a marathon. Um. So my first question for you is, dude, how are you feeling physically? Right now. I mean, it's okay. been five days, I guess. How are you feeling? Yeah. So by the magic of uh, podcast recording, it's now Friday. Mm-hmm. It's going to be coming out on Tuesday. Right. Um, I'm feeling at about 95%. Okay. Better. Yeah. Um, Dude, as we're going to discuss in major detail, mm-hmm. my main thing still is the hip socket. Right. Muscles, whatever the heck that is. Right. And, uh, and so I, I'm still sore there okay um and dude i just i just have to tell you real quick when we got home monday night yeah um we live on the second floor so like there's a tremendous amount of steps okay um well only probably 10 (laughs) but i'm carrying a 49.5 pound suitcase right and i get to the base of that steps this is four this is 29 hours after running a marathon yeah and i just looked and i was like Aaron, I can't do it. <laughs> like, I cannot, like, I can hobble myself, you know, holding the rail, railing up the stairs, but there's no way 
I can carry the suitcases. So that was probably the least gentlemanly I've ever been. So did she, she carried your suitcase up the stairs? Yeah. So she carried my super heavy <laughs> suitcase full of podcasting stuff that we never even used. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hobbled up and then she went back down and got her suitcase. Oh, that's nice of her. So that was really sweet. But yeah, uh, yeah but all good. Pretty much. Sweet. Um, how about you? How are you feeling? You know, I'm feeling um about the same, almost 100%. Nice. And I'm just surprised at how quickly I bounce back. I mean, after the half uh, yep. at the end of season one, I remember feeling actually much worse. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I've already had a run a couple a couple days ago. I ran a couple of miles very slowly. Right, yeah. Um, but I ran, and then the past two days I've been doing Jillian Michaels' 30-day shred. Nice. That's the next Two Gomers project, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Spoiler. Another answer for the masses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Season 3, 30-day shred. <laughs> That's going to be a really short podcast. <laughs> all right, dude. Well, this is episode 35. Mm-hmm. Um, all marathon, um, post-marathon related, right? Yeah, this is this is the detail right details episode basically. Next episode you can expect broader themes right. and where we're going. Yeah. So this episode we're just going to pretty much do a race and review. It's going to take a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Um I think after 40 plus episodes, uh we figure people are owed the details. We figure people want the details, so we're going to give them the details. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. we're going to do a couple Gomer's tips, kind of the ultimate Gomer's tips section at the end. And then we're going to do uh, some listener feedback. At the very end, we asked people on Facebook to ask us questions that they had before the season ended. And we're just going to ask each other some of those questions that we got, which have all been super awesome. So oh, yeah. stick around to the end. Your email question might be read live on the air. Um, also, your name might be drawn for one of 10 fast draw uh, water bottles from Ultimate Direction. We're going to do that at the end also. And, of course, a ton of fun stuff along the way. Yep. So, dude, speaking of details, uh-huh. uh, we just have to go over a couple quick details before we start the race and review. Right. Because when we left our listeners mm-hmm. on that, you know, night before podcast mm-hmm. with uh, the cell phone interruptions. <laughs> yeah, that were some... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I super hope people understand that we couldn't redo that and edit that out right um plus i think it adds to the charm of the whole thing it's still gomerish it's what people love about us weird noises (laughs) we could barely hear what you were saying i'm sure it was a good one so we left that went upstairs ate a delicious spaghetti dinner Mm -hmm. um my buddy bob uh from uh from sumter south carolina came and met us yep and i thought that was actually really fun because for me that was like my worlds collided, my orchestra world. Oh, yeah. And my high school friendship world. So that was like, you know, independent George versus, <laughs> you know, relationship George, you know, worlds colliding. And, and, and I would say it was a success. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that is a little bit of a tribute, probably if this happened with you two, that we kind of end up making similar friends. Yeah. You know, all over the world. Right. I mean, it was, I mean, an hour before we were talking about... um our regularity and bowel movements and things like that. Uh-huh. I yeah. mean, it just oh, yeah. we just eased right in. Uh-huh. Vasectomies. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> when babies were conceived, things like that. So yeah, yeah. normal dinner conversation. <laughs> Bob was thrown right in. Um, 
Oh, dude, and then we had the Gomer Gift Exchange. That's right. right. Yeah. Um. So kind of a repeat of Christmas, the Gomer Gift uh-huh. Exchange. Yep. Um. You presented me with uh City Slickers, the Bromance Edition. Mm-hmm. Which I still stand by that the City Slickers are Gomers because mm-hmm. they're doing you know things that they shouldn't be doing. Wearing hats. Yep, you're right. <laughs> Cowboy hats. I love that movie. But then you forgot it. Now I have it again. <laughs> That's true. I left it so. there. <laughs> um, and then I presented you with mm-hmm. um, the performance fleece that I had mistakenly mm-hmm. gotten from the Minneapolis Marathon, right? Right. Okay, so we, we don't need to get into the whole detail of that. But basically yeah. what happened is you and I both signed up hoping to be the first or in the top three from our states. Right. For the 50 state challenge. Mm-hmm. And neither of us made it. Right. Uh, because we signed up too late. Um, but somehow they mistakenly sent you a jacket. Yep. For having been one of the top three. And I didn't mistakenly get sent one. Right. So, you know, I was all sad. Yeah. And there was no shortage of texts about how sad you were about it. <laughs> <laughs> so then you gave it to me. And then I felt terrible because I was like, I wasn't. I didn't like really want you to just give it to me. Dude. So there, then there was an argument. Right. He's like, no, you have it. You're like, no, you have it. <laughs> right. So we decided uh, that we were going to buy another one. Um, but then it was like 50 bucks. <laughs> I know. And, and I refused to buy it. Right. So I think we're going to share it every six months, right? Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? Also, the, the City Slickers DVD. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we'll trade. So right now I have the City Slickers DVD, my gift and your gift. So, yeah. Maybe this summer we'll exchange them. Um, and then the other thing, we gave your kids a bunch of silly bands. Right, which I'd never heard of. Which, uh, yeah, so it's. I wonder if our listeners like silly bands. I wonder how many have heard of them, really. I mean... I really want to know. Yeah, I, I think it might be an East Coast thing because Alex had never heard of them before. I've never heard of them. It's just basically rubber band shaped like characters that uh, kids wear on their arms. Yeah. Um. Super cool. Uh, so, yeah, that was a cool gift, too, for our kids... From Anthony and Aaron. Toy Story 3 and Cars, I think. Yeah. And then after that, just uh, real quick, before we enter the race and review, mm-hmm. um, people asked if we ended up doing any of our movie marathons that we had said. Right. Um, of course, we barely did any of them. <laughs> um, but the one that we really did follow through on was uh, we all kind of got into our PJs, mm-hmm. had the spaghetti dinner, mm-hmm. were crashing, and uh, watched Spirit of the Marathon. Which you had never seen before. What? Yep. Which I saved for that night. I've I've watched the first five minutes and cried. Right. So I was like, I definitely need to save that. And and I think that was a great way to to spend our our night before the marathon. Oh yeah, just the right mix of terrifying and motivating. Yep. They had some gomerish people in it. Yep, for sure. And then they had some, you know, the dude that like could could only get to like the second place yep. every time he runs the Chicago marathon. Yeah, that poor guy. Yeah. So. But yeah, we and then we headed off to bed and yep. I I probably got 3 or 4 solid hours of sleep. Nice. Um yeah. and then we woke up ready for the race. So should we head over to race and review? Yeah, my palms are getting sweaty just thinking about it. <laughs> All right, then we should do it. Hey, I heard you guys ran your first marathon. Can't wait to hear all the details. Sweet. <laughs> and there will be details loaded dude this is gonna be loads <laughs> so so uh buckle your seat belts we're gonna take you on a wild ride 26.2 miles long <laughs> right 
So uh, it's Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and we all wake up at four thirty, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I I'm pretty sure, like, so I use my iPhone. How do you wake up? Yep, same iPhone. Okay, and I'm assuming Al too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's like nine hundred dollars <laughs> worth of alarm clocks. But it worked. Nice. I mean, we all no AM PM confusion. Yep. We all woke up right on time. Took mm-hmm. showers. Mm-hmm. Got dressed. Yep. Um, I put my ultimate directions belt on. Yep. So we had like a quick discussion before the race mm-hmm. that you were you were feeling a little bit like wearing a fuel belt uh, might be distracting for such a long race, right? Yeah, I wanted to go oh natural. Right. Because I figured <laughs> right. they're going to be giving us water and Gatorade and uh-huh. goo. Yep. Um, and even lube. Right. Yeah. Um. So why should I? Uh, take anything but then Mm -hmm. of course like five minutes beforehand i freaked out yeah and loaded that belt (laughs) to the gills yeah i mean six or seven pounds worth of material (laughs) in that belt gate i filled both bottles with gatorade and brought Uh cliff shot blocks and just a ton of stuff so i ended up wearing it anyway yeah and i jammed mine full of also Mm band-aids goo Mm -hmm. uh and then those moist towelette lube uh thingies that we got from amber oh yeah yeah like kind of like emergency lube wipes yeah i mean i i think what it was for me was i felt like okay i've got everything that i need now yeah if anything goes wrong at least i've got it strapped to my waist right um where i think the au natural idea is good but i don't know for your first marathon you just want to make sure everything's covered so that's why i ended up wearing it yeah, and we also had repeatedly said, don't change anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, Alex's mantra. Yep. Was, like, different, won't do it, you yep. know? <laughs> so, and, and since we both trained always with the, with the fuel belt. Yeah. So, It yeah. made sense. So, thanks again, Ultimate Direction. We love you. Yep. So, we get in the car. Aaron is our chauffeur. Mm-hmm. Get into that tiny little Hyundai Sonata. Yep. yep. Or whatever it was. And then we uh drove there. No traffic. Yep. No problems. Parked like literally across the street from the starting line. Yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, and it'll probably come up many times, that I just feel like the Minneapolis Marathon was super well run, mm-hmm. super organized. Mm-hmm. Um, parking and everything was awesome. When family wanted to visit you at specific miles and cheer you on, right? Uh, no problems with that, you know, and you know all the the volunteers and then even the the police. That, yeah. That, you know, marked off the roads. Just great. Yep. And also, I think we're going to talk about this quite a bit today, but um, it was so different in that respect from our first half marathon experience. Right. Where the traffic was real bad. It was real hectic. We were all worried. I felt like Alex had to run (laughs) to catch up with his pace team that had already (laughs) left by the time we got there. So this was, we got there, relaxed, on time, Mm -hmm. went to the bathroom, drank some water. Strolled over the starting line. A ton yep. of people were there still. Oh, yeah. But it was much different. We were we were ready. The only thing I was freaking out was um, my Facebook update wasn't updating properly. <laughs> right. There were a couple updates that neither of us got through. Yeah. Total bummer. So those are just lost in time. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that's okay. Yeah, um, I think we're good. But, dude, something that Alex said in the car... Um, later, like, mm-hmm. you know, after the marathon was that he had felt like this was a totally different, like totally different gomers in a way. Yeah. 
that, um, you know, we left right when we said we would. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were all calm, cool, and collected for the most part. Yeah. At the same time, having massively sweaty palms and being nervous as heck. <laughs> but it's as if we've learned a lot, and like some of this has become demystified in a way. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. So I I think there was a clear level of uh, grown upness. Yeah. That I has mean, happened. The 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 distance itself was still very daunting. Yeah. We'd never done that before. Before, but the race. Was yep. kind of old hat at this point. We've both done two, two big races each. Yep. Um, so we knew, and that that really helped a ton. So you know, we're at the starting line, and I was feeling really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some texts from Jessica that helped me. Um, yeah. you got a call from your dad right on time. Yeah, feeling great. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought it was awesome. Yeah, dude. That that kind of reminded me of. So I, I talked to my dad right before, mm-hmm. and it it reminded me of the half. Uh, in Phoenix, right. where he, I think we might have said it on the previous podcast, but he said as we crossed the starting line, mm-hmm. this is the first time I've ever seen you run. Oh, yeah. You know, and like that made me choke up because I was just thinking, you know, the, the first time a parent is seeing a kid do an activity, mm-hmm. and he's almost 30. Right. Um, And it's at an epic race, yeah. you know. It's yeah. Not like together. Right. On a bike or something, you know. So Yeah. So we start. The horn mm-hmm. blows or the gun goes off. I can't even tell because we're so far back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even hear whatever it was. We did hear. Did we hear the, the national anthem? or Nope. Didn't, All I didn't heard was the that? crowd cheering and shouting, and I knew, okay, we're started. Okay. <laughs> right. So we slowly start walking at that point. Right. And we got to the starting line about six minutes in. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we just start going. Lonely Nation by Switchfoot is playing our yep. traditional starting song. Yep. The adrenaline's pumping. The crowd is cheering. Um, Aaron, your wife is yelling from the sidelines. Yeah. Oh. Uh, just feeling awesome. Yeah, dude. That basically the first seven miles mm-hmm. were super fun, dude. Yeah, I mean, I had to control myself not to go too fast. <laughs> right. So we talked about the quad P principle. Right. Uh, perfect pairing of paranoid and pumped. Which everyone at the marathon was talking about. I know. They're all like, I need to figure out how to how to pair those two. Um, which I thought when I when I said that, like, you know, a while ago, uh-huh. was that we'd both be paranoid mm-hmm. about running out of energy and pumped. Right. And I that is true. Yeah. That was true. But it kind of ended up being more that you were the, the one that was pumped right. and I was the one that was paranoid. Right. And so we were working on the perfect pairing of our two psyches, yeah, <laughs> which also starts with a P. Oh yeah, but doesn't sound quite as good, right? Because phonetically yeah. it starts with an S, yeah. Right. Um. So, anyways, we go. Mm-hmm. We're feeling good, um, and we are retaining our gomerness for sure. Oh yeah. And that was kind of proven, um, early in the race, as we're <laughs> we're running in the in a pretty big crowd because the half marathon and the marathon start at the same time. Right. Right. So we're running in a pretty big crowd, taking it easy, but feeling good and going pretty quick, I think, considerably. Mm -hmm. Um, But both of us had our music just pumping super loud. Right. And so we're talking to each other super loud. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I don't realize it uh, until later. It is silent out there except for the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Because most people are either... Running by themselves mm-hmm. or maybe with a friend or a family member, but there was like no talking. Right. 
Right. And so I yell to you at one point, dude, you're wearing underwear, right? <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, I would never run without these. How about you? How's your non-underwear thing going? Yeah, because we had these new shorts that had the underwear built in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, awesome, dude. I love not running with underwear. It feels like silk. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, so no chafing at all, huh? Yeah, yeah, no chafing. We talk about chafing for a while. Yep. Um, then, then we um, automatically turn to the subject of nipples. Yep. So so I'm like, that. so this is the first time either of us has worn our sweet Saucony Gomert customized shirts. Right. And they were like the athletic fit. Like, we were a little worried that they were a little bit small. Yeah, I mean, Gomer, Gomer 3 was so worried that he forewent the shirt altogether. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but I, I think they were fine. But they were so tight mm-hmm. that I almost think you didn't need Band-Aids. I think we would have been okay without Band-Aids. Um, right. But we... But we had that discussion We were loudly. screaming that discussion back and forth to each right. other. listening to Switchfoot laughing. Um, and, and I'm like... You're, you're, I'm like, but I still wore the band-aids, right? Um, and so then I got like way in close to your chest to look. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. dude, totally no chafing on my nipples. <laughs> I'm sure it was like echoing around. Oh, so loud, dude. And we had no freaking idea. Right. So then I start noticing that people are looking around at us, mm-hmm. smiling and laughing. And I was like, oh, shoot. And so I apologized to them. I said, sorry, am I talking like way loud about my non-underwear wearing? And everybody's uh-huh. kind of laughing. And then that kind of tall dude runs by, right? This tall drink of water is behind us that we ran, you know, in front of and behind quite often. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, the the underwear stuff, I could take that. But once you guys started talking about nipples, that was too far. And then like... <laughs> 50 people started laughing super loud. <laughs> and that's when I took my earphones out and it was like, cricket, cricket. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we were talking so loud. Didn't even know it. So the, the way I kind of justify it, dude, mm-hmm. um, because we were super embarrassed, <laughs> is that we were kind of doing like our first and maybe only live podcast. Right. Yeah. They were you know? so lucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. People would pay for that. Two gomers actually run a marathon right now. Uh-huh. Yep. There you go. Mark is the only other person that has witnessed that. Yeah. So oh. um, it was awesome stuff. Uh, feeling good. Feeling. I mean, really, that was so fun. And yeah. I cannot remember at that point. I remember that part vividly. I do not yeah. remember feeling tired at all right then. Oh, no, dude. I, I think it's miraculous that uh, that we were just having such a blast and not feeling a thing. Right. And so I think the first time that it really hit me mm-hmm. that this was because I was having so much fun, it really hit me was when we kind of got to the half marathon turnaround. Yeah. So this is that classic marathon, half marathon moment when they put the races together mm-hmm. that, you know, somewhere between mile seven and ten, because this was one of those races that starts and ends at the same place. Right. So it's like out and back. Yeah. Um. It must have been between seven and eight, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It must or have seven been. and ten. Yeah. Wherever it was. Because I know the out somehow was longer than the back. Well, because it went out, but then it went kind of through these suburbs. Right. Exactly. And then, and we then the this, back yeah. was kind of a straight shot. Right. Yeah. Um. So so this is this is kind of like that moment. It, it, this is as we're going to talk about in our next podcast mm-hmm. about uh, broader themes and choices. Yeah. 
this was one of those times where, first of all, hopefully you made the choice a long time ago because you registered for the marathon. <laughs> right. But this is like that fail-safe point where you still need to check yourself. Yep. And be like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, because, I mean, we were seeing half marathoners running back because it was the there and back kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And I was like, wow, those people are already almost done. Right. And that sounds kind of nice right now. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so even though we made the decision long ago, I mean, 10 months ago, that we were going <laughs> to do this and started right. training and have made that decision ever since, you're still faced with those two arrows, right? Yep. And yeah. I mean actual arrows one says half marathoners that way and the other one says marathoners keep going straight Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's like on back to the future three dude Mm -hmm. when they have that fail safe point yeah point of no return right the point of no return so if you keep going if you don't get up to 88 miles per hour you're dead (laughs) so all you have left is the pink hoverboard oh right yeah okay so doc brown he's cool there is one way to get one person maybe two (laughs) but yeah so yeah so um we made the decision we made the choice to mm-hmm. go straight yep. um and i was still thinking okay so half the people are going to go with us and half are going to turn around mm-hmm. and it was yeah. not like that at all right so you you had no idea what was going to happen right mm-hmm. we're thinking it's going to be half and half yeah and we cross we're we cross that line mm-hmm. and literally at this point now we don't see almost anybody I mean, yeah. For miles and miles. I mean, the, the the person the person closest to us is probably 500 yards ahead of us. Yep. And then and because it's so shady and curvy, you can't even see them. Right. And then I look behind us and I'm like, we're last. <laughs> Where's the van behind us? I know. Yeah, hurry up. That van, the six hour van is going to pick us up and drive <laughs> right. us directly to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just really surprising, actually. Yeah. To, to have, uh, you know, because cause we had talked about the marathon as kind of like an elite thing to do. Yeah. So not only is it like um, something that gomers wouldn't normally do, right. maybe, um, but also the, the elite people that are doing it are like two hours ahead of us. Yeah. So we're still doing it, but, but we're alone. And that's why I say that it really kind of dropped at that point. Yeah. Um, yep. Because we were still in a huge group. Before right. that turnoff, because we were uh-huh. with the 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 first or second or third timers, right, running a sub twelve minute pace. Once we got into that marathon, there aren't a ton of first timers anymore, right. Um, and we were kind of out there. So lucky yeah. for us, we did end up catching up with a first timer, um, <laughs> right. Joy and Ty, the, this uh just awesome pair of runners that we met. Joy is a, a mom, and her grown son Ty. Mm-hmm. Um, Joy had run. Two marathons, I think, before this was her third, and it was Ty's first, kind of motivated mm-hmm. to do it because of her, and it was just awesome to be with them for a little while. Yeah, so I think we met up with them around uh, somewhere between 13 and 15, Yep, I think, and uh, so so kind of cool, dude. We hit the half marathon mark a little bit over 2.30, right? Um, somewhere maybe 2.35, 2.36, something like that. Yeah, so at that point, we were on pace for a 5.15. Yeah, keeping yeah. those 12 minutes. Um, and also, we hadn't walked almost at all right? Uh, except for water stops yeah. to, up to this point, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, and so we kind of recognized Joy and Ty from the underwear discussion time, mm-hmm. um, and they <laughs> right. were already calling us the underwear boys. Right. So <laughs> yeah. the, the race is so long mm-hmm. that you have time to, like, nickname people and come mm-hmm. up with, like, folklore, and so right. we were underwear boys to them. We caught up yep. with them, and we started running with them, and they were doing uh, the Galloway method. Yeah, so this was cool because you and I had had been talking about and starting to train with the Galloway method right. a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, like you were doing longer intervals and then longer walk breaks and I was doing shorter, shorter. Right. Um, so, so it was, it was amazing. That's kind of why I mentioned the hadn't walked up to this point mm-hmm. and we're still feeling amazing. Yeah. Um, Joy and Ty were, she actually had a, a Garmin watch on mm-hmm. um, where she had five, to one ratio. Right. So she would, we would run five and then we'd hear the alarm. Beep, beep, yep. beep, 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 beep. Then we'd walk for a minute yep. and then it would kind of alarm back up to the run. Yeah. Um, And dude, I think that was a lifesaver for us. I, I totally agree, dude. I think we would have hit the wall a lot sooner than we did if we hadn't met up with them. Right. For sure. Um, so I, I, I loved meeting up with them. We had lots of great conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to share their stories with us. We kind of shared our story with them. And, mm-hmm. and it's weird to tell people, you know, while you're on a run, like what, what the silly podcast is and, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yep. But uh, everybody's always happy to hear about it and kind of impressed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you form sort of this immediate bond, especially with first timers yeah. while you're out there. Um, so we ran with them probably for four or five miles. Yeah, for sure. And th- then it kind of came to a point. I-, I remember saying something like, you know, hey, we want to make sure we're not holding you up. Uh-huh. You know, we want to make sure you guys run the race you need to. Yeah. And then I remember her saying, yeah, it, there there comes a point where, you know, it's kind of every man is on his own. Yep. Every man for himself. Every, every man for himself. Yep. And then somehow, dude, we just like split up. Yeah. And I don't even remember why that happened. No, I it don't just, remember we, either. We kind of pulled ahead a little bit. Yep. Um. And then we started just running on our own, uh, you know, and at that point we were at 17, 18 miles mm-hmm. and it really kind of felt like what she said, which was, um, it's every man for himself, but right. still we had committed to running to the race together. And so we were together for the rest of the way as were they, I'm sure. So, mm-hmm. um, still though, up until mile 19 feeling yep. like amazingly good. Oh, we were shocked. Yeah. We were like. The wall isn't going to happen. Yeah, I remember saying that at mile 18. I don't think the wall is going to happen. Yep. Um, That's how good I feel. I mean, we went up this steep hill. We walked it, of course. Oh, yeah. But even that was like, I remember you saying afterwards, you were like, that felt great. Yeah, because the hill used, I mean, it was steep. Yeah. Like, I don't even know that the, the, I'm sure the the actual like like marathon elitist dudes. Yeah. Probably ran it, but I don't even know how you would run that. I mean, Alex, who was uh, like th- 30 minutes ahead of us or something with obviously more in- fit runners was like mm-hmm. nobody ran that hill. Yeah. Everybody walked. But it used different muscles. So when we got to the top, mm-hmm. that I thought it felt awesome. So right. we started running again. Yep. And so at that point, we had kind of uh, finished this six mile loop in the woods, right? Kind of a trail run for a while. Yep. Around a lake and. Yep. Yeah. And then we re-entered the town proper. Uh-huh. Right? And then we were getting to about 19 and a half, 20 miles. Um and then things started to change. Yeah. So uh 
we play, play the theme song and then talk about the bonk? Yeah, let's take a stretch break. Um, okay. And we'll come back to the wall. Hey, before we get to the theme song in the wall, dude. Yeah. Do you find it at all curious that when we kind of broke off from Joy and Ty, we had mentioned, hey, do you guys want to go to dinner later? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, of course. Hey, everybody come to dinner with us. <laughs> Dinner's on us. Red Robin on the Gomers. <laughs> Obviously, we we're still in high spirits at that point. That was about to change. <laughs> So, you know, it would almost be better, dude, if we, if, you know, in the editing room, uh-huh. if we put part two first. Yeah. And then part one second so that we end awesome. <laughs> well, luckily it did end end awesome. Right. <laughs> but there was some non awesome in the middle there. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I kind of mentioned that at mile 18, that comment to me, like, we're not going to hit the wall at all. Yep. <laughs> and I have to say, dude. 19.5 miles yep. of like 12 minute miles mm-hmm. and feeling great. Yep. The longest we ever ran in our lives was 20 miles. Yeah. And for you, that was pretty good, but that was like a lot slower than that. Well, yeah, but or, you ran 20 miles back in January or December, didn't you? Uh, February. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which went fine. Right. Um, but my last 20 was awful so that was partly self-induced but anyways so you're right we were approaching our max for running yep but still i was feeling way better than i felt on my 20 oh my gosh completely different dude like the the two runs my 20 two weeks ago or three weeks ago Mm -hmm. and this 20 don't even compare dude so i wonder if it's at this point when your adrenaline kind of runs out and you stop being able to rely on that yeah, you know, I don't, it, it, yeah, it has been such an extremely long time at this point. Yeah, so it's been more than four hours. Right. Right, like four and a half, maybe? Uh, I, yeah, my, it's been around four, four fifteen or something. Okay, yeah. Hard so that is so math. long. If you think about how long that time is, mm-hmm. I mean, that's extended cut of Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, that's <laughs> watching a Wagner opera. <laughs> Um, and when you do those things, you're sitting down and sometimes eating and yeah. sometimes <laughs> sleeping a little bit and still tired, <laughs> uh, for sure. So, um, yeah, that's a really long time, but I just, we just, I just want to cap off that as being like, um, miraculous and yeah. awesome. 
So I hit 19.5, dude. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, I started pretty quickly uh, freaking out. Yeah, so I looked over at you, mm-hmm. and I was like, something has changed. Yeah. Um, you definitely weren't talking as much anymore. Uh-huh. Um, like, at some point I had said, because we were doing lots of laughing and talking. Right. At some point I had said, dude, I'm really sorry. I don't have the energy to laugh. Yeah. And so um, that was the big, for me, that was the big indicator. Yeah. Okay, something, we've turned some sort of corner here. Uh-huh. Um, and things are different. You know, and also I noticed that our pace had slowed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I was kind of asking how you were doing, and you were kind of just being quiet. Right. I, I kind of like went into myself for mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also we had completely been doing our goo and our cliff blocks and yeah. everything. So I didn't feel like it was a a wall in that respect. It was like a mental wall, dude. Yeah. Of, of pure body exhaustion. Right. That then led to like <laughs> I totally just I, I started I started crying mm-hmm. um, and I, it's probably it's kind of hard to admit that as a as a man <laughs> um but it was so taxing emotionally and physically um so that was 19.5 to 20 yeah well right? l- let me say something real quick i think okay. it's it's kind of difficult maybe for you to admit that you were crying it's difficult for me also to admit that i didn't know what to do right um and i think it's because we're friends yeah like when i have students that break down i i know what to do Right. But we have this relationship where we're friends and it's jovial, you know, yeah. it's serious a lot of the time. But, you know, when you see a friend like that, um, I, I was just like, what do I do? I do I put my arm around you? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But th- yeah. that doesn't work because we're running. Uh-huh. And so right. like should I pat him <laughs> on the back. Yep. Should, what what can I say right now? Like at one point, remember, I asked you, should I be Jillian or Bob for you right, right now? Yeah. And I. I think I said I need you to be Bob, dude. <laughs> yeah, because I would not have responded to Jillian. I would have said "f you," and <laughs> <laughs> sat down and fallen asleep. Right, for sure. I mean, at that point, all I wanted to do was lay down. Right. But the second you stop running, dude, yeah, something happens where your legs like freeze up. So oh, it's yeah. like you cannot stop moving. Right. Right. And so I would, I did say that to you several times, like, dude, I gotta keep walking fast. Right. Because my yep. gluteus maximus uh-huh. um, was like on the verge of seizing up, you know, that feeling. Yeah. And I was like, if I stop, I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just need to keep either running or walking fast. Um, so I did say that. That was a little Jillian-esque, I guess. Yeah. But and that, and that definitely worked. The thing that has never happened to me on a long run, really, uh-huh. was having to walk semi-slow. Right. Even when I do my walk-run-walk, my walk is pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would say your walk is still four miles per hour. Right. Yeah, um, it's like you're on a treadmill going four for sure. Right. Almost. Um, but it, it wasn't at that point. No. So there were a couple things that really helped at that point, which I was relieved about because mm-hmm. I was like, what do I do? Oh, you know what? <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. Before we get to that. Yeah. The, one of the things that was weighing down on me, dude, uh-huh. mentally, you know, remembering that thing, Aaron, you know, take your thoughts captive. Right. Was that you were still feeling pretty good. Yeah. And I was feeling like I was letting you down. 
like I was letting the podcast down in our right. in our fans and our friends. Right. And at that point, we had both said, this might be the only marathon we ever do. Oh, yeah. So I was like, this is it. So the, the weight of that pressure, just all of that was was just like it was crushing. Right. And so, so then I was like, how do I make sure he doesn't think that? <laughs> right. It's all about <laughs> expectations, I guess. But too late for that. Yeah, I know. So thank goodness a couple of great things happened. One yep. was we got to about the 20 mile mark. Mm-hmm. And I saw this yellow sign in the distance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think that says Gomers on it. Uh-huh. And there were fans that had come out. Yep. And uh, people can see pictures of this on uh, on the Facebook site that had come out to cheer us on. Uh, local mm-hmm. uh, Minneapolis fans. Never met them before. Some of them, like uh, Steven and Maddie, were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, great fans. I know Margaret was there. I'm not sure if she was there at 20 miles, but I know she was there at the end. Um, and then Brian, right? Yep, Brian and uh, his wife Erin, right, uh, were there too. And I we gave them a quick fist bump. And I remember he said, "So good to see you guys, and so good to see you that you guys are still running." Yeah, is what he said. Yep. So that was perfect timing. Yeah. Right. You kind of pulled yourself together. I remember. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was cool because the bonk had happened at 19.5. Right. So we had about six minutes yeah. there of H-E-double-L hockey sticks. Right. And and so I was, remember I said, I'm so glad that that just happened now instead yeah. of like, or, you know, like five minutes ago instead of now. Right, I know. Yeah. So it was great to see them. And, you mm-hmm. know, it, it was a little bit weird because I wanted to stop. We did stop for a second and took a couple of pictures, but I wanted to stop and tell them how much I appreciated them and talk to them about the podcast. But I was like, oh, crap, we're right. running a marathon. We got to keep going. <laughs> right. And they were very cool about that. Right. Like, for sure. that's the thing in us that would just be like, let's hang. Yeah. Like, and you can't. Right. And luckily, we saw them a couple more times throughout the race. Yep. So we were able to tell them we loved them and how appreciated appreciative we were of them being out there. So the other thing that was awesome, and I think I was maybe as relieved as you were when this happened. But Aaron, your wife, joined yep. us for the last six miles. Yeah, I think around 20.5. Right. She joined us. And, you know, I was like the, the tiniest bit worried about that for you. Yeah. Because I didn't want you to feel like, hey, he gets a cool person to come along. I was so happy, dude. Yeah. Um, Kind of on behalf of you. I was so relieved because obviously I didn't know what to do. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, Aaron will know what to do. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? She did. She knew the questions to ask you. Yep. Um, she knew she knew how to be rough with you a little bit. Uh-huh. Oh, like yeah. at some point she just goes, take your thoughts captive, Anthony. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so glad she's here because I don't think I could have spoken into that in that way. Yeah. She rocks. Right. So it was and it was for, for me, it was this added like element Mm -hmm. that made those last six miles interesting yeah because aaron was there with us yep so what we ended up doing then um was we ended up sticking with the galloway thing Mm -hmm. so i set my iphone to be six minutes right and then we would just kind of you know figure out what one or two minutes was right and we were running the the run was probably 13s yeah. At that point during that six. So every six minute push got rougher and rougher. Yeah. But we did it. Right. And those were those little choices each time, yeah. you know, and, and we'd be like, OK, guys, count down, you know, uh, because at that point, Aaron's run like a mile. So she's like full strength. 
know. You know, you're starting to get some serious gluteus action. And then <laughs> yeah. I'm completely nauseated. Like, I looked over at you and I was like, dude, I kind of need to hurl. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think we were ever at a point where it was every step. No, was not like at all. No. Horrible pain. No. Nope. But you're right. The, the choices became a little bit smaller mm-hmm. because of those six minute, um, kind of those six minute runs that we had split it up into. Yep. And we had to decide every time, am I going to keep walking or am I going to keep running? Yeah. And it became less about the marathon at that point. Yeah. Um, than about those little choices. Yep. Those little, those little intervals. And at this point we actually were regularly passing people. Yeah. Cause at this point we weren't seeing almost anybody running at the end. Right. Yeah. And we were running past people. So that was always kind of like a little bit of a boost. Oh, I thought it was a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was. And <laughs> I, I mean, that was huge for me that there were people finally that we were catching up to who were walking and we were running by them. Yep. Uh, I don't that that may be. I don't know if that's mean. Right. But I was like, oh, thank God we're doing better than some people. <laughs> right. And that was really helpful for me. Yeah. No, that was fun. And I remember because at that point, Aaron was just so energetic and yep. cheerleader esque. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember we passed these three girls. And Aaron yeah. looked back at him. She's like, you're doing great. You're doing so awesome. And they gave her this look, this like evil eye look <laughs> of like, shut up. You know, because yeah, they were probably wondering, why are you so perky? I know <laughs> you just had coffee and you've run a mile. So, yeah, that was that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So she I mean, she really that was huge mm-hmm. for us, I think. Yep. Um, And then I, I just remember hitting mile 25. Yep. And being like, this is it. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, there was a humongous hill yeah, right then. I know. The last, like, from mile 25 to 25.7 yeah. was just a straight up hill. Yeah. So we're like, oh, well. Like, we were yeah. so pumped. But then it was like, <laughs> frick. <laughs> so we ended up walking that. But then the the final point three point four. Yep. We really picked it up. Yeah. Aaron kind of broke off and ran away because she didn't pay for the race and didn't want to finish it. Oh, yeah, for sure. With us. And she wanted to be there to watch us come in. Um, just started picking it up. We saw the state flags, Florida and Arizona, right next to each other. Yep. That, well, that was um, weird. Yeah, that was very weird. Uh, running a little bit faster. I started getting a little choked up. Yep. I started wheezing a little bit. I don't know if you heard me at this point. Yeah. But I was like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Because I was like, I might as well just put it all on the table yeah. at the end here oh yeah i was i was totally wheezing too and when i saw my my unky paul uh-huh. and my cousins had come out yep. uh yeah i i i was choking wheezing and Welcome like crying <laughs> yeah. at that point so both of us were definitely tearing up i saw uh, alex and his wife erin yes. and my nephew martin that yep. was big for me because martin's about jack's age yep um just blasted across the finish yep um, the clock said 545, mm-hmm. but because we started six minutes late, we finished in 539. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's that feeling of elation, like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, all this time, right? Yeah. All the injury, all the sickness, all the doubt, um, literally behind us yeah. now. Yeah. We did it. But 
But dude, I just have to say, when I crossed that finish line, dude, mm-hmm. just the elation mm-hmm. of, of crossing it, just this build-up, I completely lost it, dude. Yeah. I mean, people can sort of see that in a couple pictures we have on Facebook you're, where you're hugging yeah. your, your uncle. Yep. And you can just tell you are amazed and teary-eyed <laughs> and like, yeah, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, just exhausted but excited. When I when I saw Aaron and gave her that hug, mm-hmm. like that embrace, I'll never forget that embrace. Yeah, um, awesome. Because she was crying, I was crying, and then and then when we hugged too, dude, it was just like, oh man. And when I hugged your brother, yeah, it's just like <laughs> every single hug was like a burst of tears yep. and excitement. So yeah, it was awesome, dude. And you know, it, I still don't think it had quite hit me. Right. Um, I was just so relieved to be done. Yeah. And I was actually totally fine with the fact that we had hit a wall together mm-hmm. um, because that felt like we pushed through, like you're saying, we did it anyway, we made those choices, and here we are at the finish. And, you know, we we beat the van. Yep. Oh, we totally <laughs> did, by at least 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do, I remember, dude, uh, two other little detailed side notes about this. Uh-huh. Um, I remember saying, you know... But between the 20 and 25, when we were uh-huh. in that wall and in that emotional state, I was like, right. hey, dude, what if you saw a sign right now that said, what took you so long? <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. And I said, I would yell at that person. Get out here yourself, you a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yelled it, though, like super loud. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is what I would say. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, the, so, I mean, that, that actually, for the first time you, you were able to put that into real flesh and blood perspective, right? right? Th- those, those people with those signs. And then the other yeah. one was that we ran, both ran across the finish line to dare you to move. Yep. And that was awesome. Dude, you know, to be honest, like right now, I'm actually like kind of exhausted from just going through that story. Yeah. <laughs> I sort I of feel almost as tired right now. Well, and so I think we also need to take this break from the podcast. Yeah, right. I mean, over 40 hours of podcasting takes a toll. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, But I mean, th- there it is. There's our marathon. We did it. Yeah. I, th- I think that's that's the point of this first part of this is we actually did it. Um, We set out to do this ridiculous thing that by all accounts we shouldn't have been able to do. Mm-hmm. It was fun, exciting at times, completely brutal at times, but we made those choices and we finished the thing. Dude, we did it. wondering if you had any tips for me if i want to run a marathon someday huh? Sweet. all right we had a couple people on facebook you know we, we put out this question are there any further questions for people um before mm-hmm. we finish the podcast and a couple people asked for kind of this ultimate gomer's tips section right that puts a little bit of pressure on us yeah that, that's kind of that's kind of pressure filled so 
I don't think we're going to be able to do ultimate Gomer tips, dude. Right. If if we just say Gomer tips and they're like ultimately cool, is that good enough? Yeah. And so I, I think we just both thought of what we learned on the race yep. and a tip. Um, and that's what we're about to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's hear your Gomer tip, dude. Okay. So here is what helped me the most on the marathon. Yep. And I didn't even think of this before we did it. But it was, uh, of course, all mental, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so my tip for a marathon and for really long training runs also is to spend more time thinking about the fact that you've already done mileage instead of the mileage that you still have yet to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I would have been defeated right away if I had been thinking every mile, 26 more. 25 more, 23 Mm -hmm. more, even up to the very end, right? Right. Even at 25 miles, if I had been thinking one more and then we're done, right? That that's hard for me to think that way. But I started thinking last Sunday, um, at about the 12 mile mark, holy crap, I already did 12. Yeah. That's done. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's already behind me. And then that then those mileage miles increase you know what i mean like holy mm-hmm. cow i did 17 i did yep. 20 um yep. and those are done i don't have to think about those anymore i just have to finish what's left and so my gomer's tip is concentrate on the success that you've already done versus the difficulty that's still ahead and it and it just helps a ton yep dude somehow for most of the race mm-hmm. you and i were just like so positive oh yeah and just like optimistic and fun. Yep. You know? Yeah. And that's why I'm so glad we do it this way. We do it together the first time. Yep. Um, Because there's so much of that like together dynamic and fun stuff that I just feel sorry for Alex who goes off by himself. <laughs> and that's <laughs> right. his decision. And that's great. Um, I just think that must have been a brutal five hours. Yeah. But yeah, we... Our, our attitude was like so positive and that helped a ton. Yeah. Super fun. Um, so great tip. Thank you. Uh, my Gomer's tip for this week and for ultimate mm-hmm. is, and we saw actually quite a few people doing this. Yeah. Um, but the thing that, that I think pushed us both over the edge, especially me mm-hmm. was Aaron meeting up with us and yeah. running with us. Yeah. And, uh, we had talked about it a couple times, and I, I've talked to a few running friends, um, and also Amber from the from the Moving Shoes, that mm-hmm. say that this is a pretty regular thing. Just be sure to be careful that you don't, you know, like abuse the course, right? Um, and also that you don't abuse the the water stations and stuff like that, because you didn't pay for any of that. Yeah. But we were we were talking. You know, when would it be fun to meet? Would it be fun to meet? You know, from ten to thirteen, right? Fifteen to twenty, and I think. It couldn't have been better than the Gomer fans meeting us at 20 mm-hmm. and then Aaron running almost to the end, but not crossing the finish line with us. Right. Um, so I guess my Gomer's tip would be if you're going to run a race this long, um, count on some moral support from family and friends. Yeah. And run with them. Yeah. I mean, I, I talked to a friend who um, did a mar- their first marathon. Mm-hmm. They actually had four family members. Mm-hmm. Um. And their first family member ran from one to six. Mm-hmm. Then f- another family member came in and kind of tag teamed in six yep. to 13. And so four family members ran a leg of the race with them. 
Yeah, that's amazing. I, I mean, I thought that was an amazing idea. Yep, I love it. Um, so I, I think, yeah, it, it's everybody was doing it, and yeah. for me, it was the shot in the arm I needed, even though it was your wife. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird, but um, it just it just broke up the race perfectly and provided that energy I think that we both needed. Yeah, and I even remember, uh. When we started running with the Galloway people, mm-hmm. that we had already had a plan. We were like, okay, so we've got four miles here. Yep. Then we then we'll do a five k, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna meet Aaron, right. and then we're done. Yeah. You know, so so once you broke it up, the 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 big crayon that is a marathon, <laughs> and you broke it up into those small things, <laughs> drawable crayons, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ones that you can actually hold in your hand, <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Great tips, cool. dude. Yeah, for sure. I think those were actually like real running tips. <laughs> <laughs> Took this long. <laughs> we finally grown up. Yeah. Oh, I've got a bonus one for you. Okay. So that it doesn't seem like. Okay. You know, I- I'm sure you enjoy eating celery. Indeed. Every now and then. Do you like making ants on a log? I do. Um, With so much peanut butter. Oh, right. <laughs> like that it cancels out. The fact that it was celery. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, okay, so we got home from the race, dude, mm-hmm. and our celery had gone limp. Oh, no. Is there anything worse than a limp stalk of celery? <laughs> it's disgusting, dude. <laughs> but, check this out, dude. So you cut it off on the bottom. Yes. And on the top, stick it in a jar of water. Uh-huh. Or, like, you know, a, a, a mug. Okay. And then, dude, it'll be non-limp and crunchy what within within hours wow cold water okay that's that's an amazing scientific gomer's tip isn't that weird and i'm sure you've heard this one but that you that you lose more calories eating celery than you gain right i love that because your body because it actually takes more energy to digest Mm -hmm. um celeries than is actually in the celery Nice. Now that doesn't work quite as well when you put half of a thing of peanut butter on it. <laughs> and and delicious raisins. It's like bulging up on the top, a heaping right. celery stock of peanut butter. <laughs> right, but at least it's not limp. It also doesn't help if you eat it the way I do, which is with very very robust blue cheese dressing uh-huh. with blue cheese chunks and um uh buffalo wings. Hey, we ran 26.2 miles, we can eat that stuff. Oh, for sure, dude. Although I think we've burned or we've we've made up for it at this point. So we should probably get back to the Jillian's uh, 30 day, 30 day shred, 30 day shred and eating well. Yeah. Hey, Rachel Ray here. Congratulating the Gomers on finishing their marathon. Except for I'm a little disappointed. One of my great friends, Oprah, finished it in under four hours. You weaklings. Maybe you should try to be better like Oprah. I'm Rachel Ray. <laughs> <laughs> They're friends, right? Oprah and Rachel Ray. I was oh, kind of guessing that. Oprah helped make Rachel Ray who she is in a way. Yeah. Same with Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz. I know. She's got so many people under her thumb. Mm-hmm. Gail. <laughs> <laughs> Stetson. Is that his name? <laughs> Stetson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Well, uh, here we are in listener feedback. Um, of course, I, we got obviously more feedback than we've ever gotten before this past week. 
Oh yeah, this is the Ask the Gomer edition. Right. And right, you know, so. if you add up all the all the feedback we've gotten since the race, I mean hundreds and hundreds of people encouraging us, um, yep. giving us tips, asking us great questions, asking of course what we're gonna do next. That seems like the biggest question out there right now. Right. Um but we wanted to start this time by saying thank you in a very specific way for people donating to the Gomers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are going to do our drawing for the 10 fast draw bottles from Ultimate Direction. Yep. I just want to say thanks one more time to Ultimate Direction. They've been awesome. Oh my gosh. I mean, we both got two fuel belts each. Yep. Two fast draw bottles each. And then 10 fast draw bottles for our listeners. Yeah. And all three of the Gomers wore Ultimate Direction um, belts on the actual marathon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was nervous about it, but I can't even remember one time thinking I should not have done this. Yep. So here they are, the winners. Drum roll. Of the Fast Draw Bottles. George Raquette. Jennifer Smith. Sky Allen. Carrie Pollock. Craig Smith. Christine Smith. That's weird. Stephen Lesnick. Robert Wilbur. Jessica Layton. Menno Hollander. Yay! Yay! Dude, that kind of sounded like graduation, sort of. <laughs> I know. Like, in absentia. Yeah. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. That's another thing that happened at the end of the race. People can watch oh, yeah. the video that um, uh, Stephen Moore videotaped. That's on Facebook under the fan video section. Um, yep. But they say your name, right, when they go across? Yeah, And awesome. Of course, Stephen yep. Graham. Or er, uh, Graman, rather. Right. <laughs> That's a little anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought that was a really cool added bonus dude yep that when you cross your chip crosses the finish line they read your name yeah how awesome that is that awesome but i yep. shall forever be stephen graham or yep. Graman rather right what about when et reads it at the disney world thing or universal <laughs> yeah that's true you remember that stephen Graman. <laughs> thanks I computer voice et I loved that when i was a kid though i was like et is talking to me <laughs> he's my personal friend Right. <laughs> you look super fake. All right. Well, congratulations to those 10. Um, you'll get an email soon from us. We'll figure out how to send your address to uh, Phil at Ultimate Directions, and you'll get that free awesome bottle. See, when you donate to the Gomers, we give back. For sure, dude. When you ask for a Rachel Ray impression, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the word? You had to, Dece. When you want us to say the word Dece, we yep. say the word Dece. Yeah. That marathon was dece. And just a reminder, you know, we just did the drawing for the fast draw bottles, but mm -hmm. we have one more drawing to do. Yep. We're going to do that in uh, the last part of our finale. Yep. And that is we're going to draw for those very rare Team Gomer t-shirts, right? Yeah. Actually, mm -hmm. not t-shirts. Performance shirts. Yeah. Long sleeve yeah. Team Gomer. And those mm -hmm. are for people that pledge to give to our three causes for Run for a Cause. Yep. And uh, that's kind of honor system at this point, right? Yeah. So we just wanted to remind people, if you pledged money, mm -hmm. just head on over um, to those to their respective websites mm -hmm. and and just honor the pledge that you 
said that you would. Right. Um, just because it is on our system. And if you want, send just send us an email. Yeah. Just letting us know that. That'd that be you great. Did. Yeah, we yep. sent you an email, so all the information's on there. Pull it up, or just go to each website on the Two Gomers Run for a Cause, which is still on our website, twogomers.com. Um, we don't want to make you feel guilty, but we sort of do if you haven't given your pledge yet. <laughs> we really, really want those causes to get the money that we raise for them, so please go and pledge. Yeah, they totally deserve it, so do it. So, we didn't have an official Monday survey, but we asked people to ask us any questions they had before the season was over and we got some great questions a lot of similar stuff right a lot of themes right. um we'll, we'll talk about that more next week but uh i just picked a couple of my favorites anthony picked a couple of his favorites uh to start this out and we'll continue this next week right Mm-hmm. so do you want to go first my fa- one of my favorite questions was from kira and she asked how many times did you guys have to stop and pee now i'm assuming she meant on the marathon <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, not just like in in life. <laughs> right. Since then. Mm-hmm. So, um, how many times? Okay, so, um, around mile six ish. Right. Uh, I had to run into a bush and take a whiz because there was actually a porta potty there. Yeah. But there was a pretty long line. Right. So I was like, you know, I'm a dude. <laughs> um. So there was that, and then we stopped, uh, in the twenties, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was right. it was actually right when we got back onto the road. Yep. Kind of the first porta potty after that seven mile trail run through the woods. Yep. Um, I was like, I'll just be much more focused and concentrated if I can just take care of business. Yep. You know, actually, that was before the bonk. Oh yeah, it was. That that was definitely before the bonk. I forgot. Right. Okay. Um, did you poop then? No. I think I did. Nice. I can't remember, but I do remember that it was full of underwear. You're right. Totally. Look down there. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's why I know I didn't because I remember I was looking down and whizzing on somebody's underwear. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're right. That's why I know I didn't also. So, I mean, that's so interesting. End of the race, porta potties full of things that you wouldn't think it'd be full of. So, um, two times, of course, tons of nervous peeing before and afterwards also. Yep, and actually, during this podcast, I think I actually, <laughs> right before we started, I, I, I took a whiz, so. So, that's interesting, because of the half marathon, it was mm-hmm. twice that many times. Right. In oh, half the amount sure. of distance. Yep. So, that's <laughs> weird. But there was there was so much nervous energy in that one, and, like, it was our first time, you know, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I've got a question here. Yes, sir. From Carla. Okay. Was it harder to go from 0 to 13 or 13 to 26? Now, I'm... I'm. Does she mean on the marathon? I'm, I'm assuming probably... Oh, I didn't even think of it like that. Because the, the answer for that one is for sure the second half was a lot harder. But if she's talking yeah. about training... like was I'm it, assuming that she's talking about training. Okay, me too. Um, and so I'm not quite sure how to answer that question then. I think it's harder in different ways, right? Yeah. So we went from couch to 13. Right. Which was a complete life change. Because we were every, every single thing we did was new. Yeah. And so it was hard, but also like new and exciting. Mm-hmm. I think for me going from 13 to 26, that training yeah. was harder because it was like, Oh man, this is so long. Right. Um, and 
you kind of lose, a, you know, running 17 miles for the first time versus running 18 miles for the first time yeah. um, is just, like, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's harder in that way. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't quite know how to answer that question. It's both of them very hard. Right. I kind of think, like, you know, thinking about the future mm-hmm. now, thinking about doing between 13 and 26 again. Right. First of all, makes me already, it hasn't even been a week. Yeah. Amazed that we actually did it. <laughs> yeah. Because now thinking about doing it again. Right. I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> and like, but we already did. Yeah. That makes me think it's harder to do 13 to 26. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to do 0 to 13 right. forever. I think there's also kind of an indication of which is harder just by the amount of people that do 26 versus the amount of people that do 13. Yeah. Um, you are stepping up your, and this sounds weird, but you're stepping up your athleticism. Yeah. Um, and going 26 is ridiculous. Right. But um, it takes a different kind of determination and time commitment to, to yep. train and then run a 26.2 mile race. Yep. So, so I, I think we've kind of worked it out that 13 to 26 is harder. Right. But 0 to 13 was extremely hard. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No downplaying the, thir- the 0 to 13. <laughs> For sure. Oh, my gosh. Here's one from Cliff. Yep. Um, he asks, how are you handling the post-marathon blues? Ooh. Dude, that's... Uh... That's something that's kind of kind of hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've mentioned this before that Robert Zemeckis said after he made Forrest Gump, yes, <laughs> that he was like completely depressed. Yeah, he was like, "I'll never be able to do something that awesome again." Yeah, and then he did, and he had right. Um, so I feel a little bit like that. Like it was a, a huge epic event. Yeah. I, I, dude, I don't feel really like that at all. I just wanted to throw that in there because I love that little fact. No, no, but I think what I think what you're saying is that we're building building up to this for so long, yeah, so epic, and then um, you're flying home, and it's like, okay, I did that, I did that, yeah. But how long does that feeling I did that last before you're like, well, then, what's my next thing? Is one question that we're gonna address next week, but right. also. Um, was that it? <laughs> right. Which is also a question we're going to address next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, dude, one other thing about the post-marathon blues. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, on Tuesday, just laid out on the couch. Right. Right. Kind of kind of took it on myself to have a nice little lay down day. Right. A little bit of self-loathing. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've talked before about the benefits and the drawbacks of a lay down day. <laughs> right. But I think the post you know, actually, though, you're totally right, though, because I was going to say the post-marathon laydown day is so deserved. Yeah. But actually, I was like, dude, I almost don't feel like I want to do laydown days anymore. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I totally felt that. I was like, this sucks. Yeah. But actually, my body was like, I need it. Right. But my mind was like, I want to freaking go run. I want to make reads and practice bassoon. Yeah. Um. But the other thing, dude, so... Aaron and I have had this nagging problem with our remote control. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I called you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in my Honda Accord, barely mobile. Right. But the only thing that could get me out of the house was I had to go to the cable company and get a new remote. I can't properly watch TV. 
<laughs> right. I was just thinking how apt it was that our remote control finally died. Right. When I needed it the most. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you you also went for a walk, right? Like a three mile walk since then. Yep. Um. So yep, I think I've done two walks. Yeah. So I think the huge thing for me has been not saying, "Well, I deserve a week to do nothing." Right. Um. But getting out there, doing a two mile run, uh, spending some time with Jillian. Yep. And her shredding me. Um, yep. And then also getting back to work, um, doing doing ministry stuff again. Just realizing okay that was epic but it wasn't the most epic thing i have ever done or will do in my life i gotta continue for sure dude yeah so i i do have to say i completely feel different than i did after the half with which was i'm just gonna take a long time off or whatever yeah dude i'm i'm so with you that i want to get back out there soon right like i want to run a race this month yeah i would love to. even a three three you know five or a 10k but yeah um Finally, dude, we have a question from Kathy, mm-hmm. which is, do you acknowledge that you are runners? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like athletes? Mm-hmm. And then she says, you are! <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> um, I think I do. Feel like a runner? I do. Nice. Gomer runner. Gomer runner. Plotter. Um, Penguin. Yep. Yeah. I mean, obviously we are, because we finished in 539. But, yeah. um... Yeah, I feel like I'm not ashamed to say that I'm a marathoner, and that's huge, right? I'm a runner. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and there' a lot of discussion lately on Facebook about do we retain our Gomer status, right? Now that we're are have run a marathon, um, and the consensus for sure is those things can be those things can go coexist, right? Oh yeah, remember we've been saying GFL forever. <laughs> Gomer for life. Forever. For, forever. Gomer for life. Forever. Past life. <laughs> yeah, so I, I do. What about you? Yeah, I feel like like running is something that I do and is part of who I am now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I absolutely feel like I want to run as long as I am able. Yeah. You know, like it's become part of the repertoire of things that I do and that I pull out here and there, and we're going to talk about that next week, how we want that to develop and how we want that to manifest itself in our daily and yearly lives. Right. But I, I do feel like a runner. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, st- I still feel weird saying I'm a marathoner, just a little bit. Yeah, because you've only run one. May- yeah, maybe because I've run one and maybe because then I'm afraid they're going to be like, well, how long did it take, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> And then you have to hang your head and tell them how long it took. No, I'm not not ashamed of how long it took. No, no, no. I'm kind of playing. Yeah. And then actually double finally, dude, we have a Uh question that we're not going to answer. Right. um, But it is from Kimberly. And she said, would you do it again? Mm hmm. And uh, a little a little teaser for next week. Yeah. I think we'll just let that one float Mm -hmm. and uh, and ponder. Yep. And yeah, we'll just have to see see everybody next week. Yeah, and we really have appreciated everybody's feedback yep. this whole season. Um, of course, even after Two Gomers Run a Marathon is done, um, you can continue to contact us on the website, twogomers.com. Um, put a pin in the Gomer Nation map. I think we're almost 600 people on the map right now. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, buy a shirt there or donate. You can continue to donate to the Gomers, whatever we're doing next. 
Um, you can join us on Facebook. That's the best place. Just look up Two Gomers on Facebook and you'll find us there. Uh, follow us on Twitter. That's probably the best way to keep uh, up to date on what's happening in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter.com slash Gomer1 or Gomer2. Um, send us an email if you have something longer to say, a question, comment, or concern about the Gomer journey um, or about the podcast. That's twogomers at gmail.com. Or, of course, go right to iTunes and leave us feedback on our feed there. That would be awesome. Nice. That's a mouthful. <laughs> but you always do a great job, dude. Thanks, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm feeling wasted right now just having talked through it. I know. I'm super tired. I think uh, I think I need to go lay down. Lay down day. Mm-hmm. Nope. You know what I'm actually going to do? I'm going to make what? some reads. Oh, there you go. Make See? Make some reads. Continue on with your life. Yep. Life goes on. All right, dude. Well, I am really looking forward to next week's episode. Yeah. Our final episode yep. of Two Gomers Run a Marathon. Sad, but excited. I'll see you then, buddy. Okay, dude. Happy running. You've been listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon. Join us next week for another installment... My name is Baka. Keep it Rizzio.